Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Hey there, Dr. Greg. I I got a question for you today. Are you a Wall Street Journal guy or more of a USA Today guy? You know, when you travel and sometimes they give you a choice. So, well, if it doesn't have lots of color pictures in it, I don't, it doesn't appeal to that's me. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, that's why between us, we can't scrape together a nickel. <laughs> so anyway, the reason I ask is because today's topic <laughs> is the journal you should be keeping is not the one from Wall Street. How to keep your self-development on track by establishing a daily practice of journal writing. Here's, uh, here's a situation for you, Steve. My coachy, let's call him Harry, had some pretty serious blind spots when it came to his self-awareness. For example... He saw himself as being a big supporter of empowering his direct reports. They reported that he talked a good game, but when it came right down to it, he made most of the big decisions that should have been theirs. His lack of self-awareness resulted in a loss of trust by his direct reports and in being viewed as a bit of a phony. Now, with greater self-awareness, Harry was able to take a more realistic look at himself and began to practice what he preached. Now, in another podcast, we covered how important it is to develop great self-awareness, and we talked about two skills, self-reflection and being a good observer of yourself and others. And those are key to developing great self-awareness. In this podcast, we'll talk about a third skill that is a foundation of keeping your self-development on track, and that is establishing a daily practice of journal writing. Now, Steve, let me ask you, you know, why is this topic important? What does self-awareness give you? Well, I have no idea. I've never practiced it personally, <laughs> but uh, but I hear it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's- I bet you've n- never been accused of going overboard on self-awareness. Uh, no. Strangely enough, no, that hasn't, that hasn't really come up. But I, I do understand <laughs> this need to look at yourself and get rid of those blind spots because they're holding us all back. We all have them. That's and right. If this is a way to exercise those from your being, then that's a good thing. That's right. And uh, a blind spot, by definition, is a lack of awareness on your part. So why it's important to our listeners, what self-awareness gives you, among other skills, it gives you the ability to respond rather than react to people in situations by taking that quick moment to focus your awareness on your feelings and make a choice whether to act on them or not. It's the difference, Steve, between taking your frustration out on someone and having to apologize later versus knowing you're in a bad mood and removing yourself from the situation before you do any damage. So, Steve, with self-awareness being so fundamental to your continued development, how do you build it? Is it something you discover once and now you've got self-awareness? What would you say, Steve? I've got a feeling just from our past conversations that it's not quite that easy, that you just can't flip a switch and go, oh, mm. there I am. Uh, now I'm self-aware. Okay. Why? Who, who dressed you this morning? You know, <laughs> these are uh, things that, that you have to work <laughs> at it. And um, you have to get people like Dr. Greg to badger right. you into it. Isn't that right? Well, I would put it a little differently, but I think you're on track there. But uh, it's important too, because all personal change and development starts with self-awareness. And to develop that, you have to establish a regular practice of self-reflection And there's no better tool for doing that than a journal. Now, this is the one practice that I strongly recommend to all of the folks that I coach. Time for self-reflection is sorely lacking in most of our busy workdays, so we have to develop the discipline 
to take time out, and a journal is a great tool for facilitating that. And Steve, you know, I think that may be the biggest reason that people don't take the time, because everybody's so busy, and it's almost like a, an addiction. You just kind of get going and think, I'm going to check this off my to-do list, and I'm going to take care of this next thing. And it's like if you have to stop and take a moment to be reflective and pull out a journal and write, I think that's why it's so hard. It's almost like an addiction to quit the busyness. I think you're right. And also, people got to wonder, does Dr. Greg just make this stuff up? I mean, is there really any facts behind Is there any science behind this that shows yeah. that this actually helps you? Well, Steve, I, I know what you've done here. You've looked ahead in the notes, but that was a great introduction. Thank you for that. <laughs> so let's do, let's look at some research from a couple of years back from Harvard Business School that illustrates the value of taking time for reflection and journal writing. Now, in this study, they asked one group of employees to spend the last 15 minutes of their day writing and reflecting on the lessons they'd learned that day. Now, a second group did the same thing, but also spent an additional five minutes discussing their notes with a coworker. A third group simply kept working at the end of their day with no journal writing or reflecting. Now, the groups followed this routine for 10 straight days and then were given a test on the material they had recently been learning. And both journaling groups outperformed the non-journaling group with the journaling group performing uh, almost 23% better and the journaling group plus discussion performing 25% better than the non-journaling group. So there's some research the Harvard Business School conducted showing the value of just taking 15 minutes at the end of the day to write in a journal. And interestingly, when the group that then discussed what they learned they performed even better. So it's like two modes. You're writing about something, and then you're speaking about something. It makes sense to me that both those modes would encode information more firmly than not. Yeah, and I think this is borne out in, in academia. You know, if you got a kid in college, in, in some of these really tough classes, not only do they provide them this information, they put them in discussion groups so that they can actually internalize this information and, you right. know, like, Put it into a sentence or, you know, really. Uh, so I, I think uh, that there is some science behind it. And I apologize for any uh, suggestion that you were just making oh. this up because clearly you, you put some thought into it. Oh, well, see, here's the thing, Steve. I, I think our listeners have come to understand that you never say anything serious. So I don't think they took it like you were, um, you know, saying there was no, you know, there was, they're all thinking, well, there's, there, there's Steve. There he is. There is old non-self-aware Steve right there. And I think it's comforting for our listeners to hear you be yourself. Well, thanks, because I've got a blind spot to all that. And I like that. I like that about myself. <laughs> so, so I appreciate that. The title of an article, My Favorite Blind Spot by Steve Kosky. How about that? Or me and my blind spot. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like That's that a song. <laughs> so we've got some matching steps uh, for our listeners here. Steve, what's that first one? The first one is get a journal. Just get one. You can use a paper journal or an electronic journal. You can use an app on your phone. There's, you know, don't let that become a barrier. What do you prefer, Dr. Greg? Are, are you a, a paper and pencil guy or are you more of a... Uh, electronic. I, I, I do both, actually, but I think I, I prefer writing because there's just something satisfying about uh, writing. But I think whatever works for you is what, what you should do. Now, the second action step here is develop a series of questions. I found this to be very helpful. If you have a series of questions, you can ask yourself as prompts 
for self-reflection. And I would write them down in the journal, just have a page where you write these kind of questions. One could be, uh, what significant event happened today? What feelings did it evoke from me? What did I learn from it? How will I apply what I learned to tomorrow? So any and all questions like that as prompts for self-reflection. So action step number three, Steve, what is that? This is to develop a regular practice. And, and I noticed in the, in the last list, you didn't mention, uh, what did I have for lunch today? And you know, <laughs> I think that's so important, you know, cause you are what you eat, but it seems like you're looking for more of the, of the emotional content as opposed to, uh, those, uh, little facts and figures. Well, you know, if you have an electronic journal, you can take photographs of your lunch and include them in your journal. Now, maybe that's a way for you, Steve, to work this. Just a series of photographs of what you had to eat, <laughs> what your car looks like, any of that. Just a bunch of photographs. My Life by Steve Kovsky. You, you never know. It could, could trigger some kind of insight. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope not, but it, but it could if you want to get deep about it. So the third step is develop a regular practice. Start by taking 10 to 15 minutes at the end of your day to reflect on and write about significant events of that day and make the commitment. That's really important. At least make a commitment that you're going to do it for 10 days straight yeah, that's right. and give yourself an opportunity to experience the benefits. And Dr. Greg, what do you think they're going to come back with? Because you've, you've done this so many times. What do people come back with after 10 days? Well, they come back and say, yeah, I see the value of it. And they also say, and it's hard to pull myself out of the maelstrom. But, you know, Steve, sometimes when I'm facing a decision and I'm a little uncertain about it, I'll sit down and write about it in my journal. And e even that brings more clarity to a situation. So there's a variety of ways you can use it uh, in addition to these kinds of questions we laid out before. Okay. Well, it, it's a very useful tool, and it's one that uh, if you're a Dr. Greg listener, you're going to hear this time and again because it really can help you in a lot of situations. But Dr. Greg, give us a deeper lesson. What do we? What's our big takeaway from today? You know, I spent a good deal of my life studying psychology and was a practicing psychotherapist for many years. I've always been interested in personal change and development, and most importantly, how to avoid backsliding into old negative habits and behaviors. And what I've learned is that you cannot expect to sustain your personal growth and avoid backsliding without establishing a daily or at least a regular practice of reflection and journal writing. We don't just learn a new skill like developing self-awareness and you've got it, you know, you've got to keep working at it. Set reminders for yourself to use it and look for situations to apply your new skill, which then gives you the opportunity to reflect on what worked, what didn't, and how you can improve the next time. And finally, Steve, the biggest deeper lesson is that a journal allows you to capture those fleeting insights and turn them into action. And that's huge. So at the end of your day, when you're going to take a moment to peruse the Wall Street Journal or your favorite website or send a tweet about what you had for lunch today, maybe take that time, use some of it at least constructively, to record the events of your day. Because the journal you should be keeping is not the one from Wall Street. How to keep your self-development on track by establishing a daily practice of journal writing. Thank you, Dr. Greg, for helping us see this and get past our own blind spots. Thank you very much, Steve. Take care. Holmes, we seem to be going around in circles. We've accomplished absolutely nothing so far except to get, to, to get ourselves nearly annihilated in the underground. <laughs> <laughs>